Today is Sunday, January 10th, 2021, and this... Thank you. Now, I heard that song for the first time in Las Vegas at Caesars Palace. That's a real crowd pleaser, that song. Mm, mm. It's 500 by Midnight, the original Las Vegas podcast, show number 769. Just thinking of all the amazing times that we've had here in Las Vegas. I hope that you're having an enjoyable stay here in Las Vegas, and also hope that you have been fortunate. I do wish that for you. We're gonna give Daddy the Rain Man suite. Do you dig that? We're going to Vegas, Mike. Vegas! Do you think we can do it by midnight? Money, we're gonna be up 500 by midnight. Yeah, Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! Las Vegas is waiting. Hello, everybody. This is Tim. And this is Michelle. Welcome to 500 by Midnight. This is our 16th anniversary spectacular. Ah. Are you excited? Sure. Well, <laughs> here we are, 16 years. Mm-hmm. I started to put something together. Uh-huh. Then you were like, eh. No, no, it wasn't even that. I got, I spent quite a bit of time on it. And then I realized that it didn't start out this way. But as I worked on it, it had devolved. Well, not devolved because that makes sound. It had uh, taken on the characteristics of of uh, somebody else's bit. Oh. So I decided I didn't want to steal there. I didn't want to rip off my friend Misnomer uh-uh. and his... Poorly researched Las Vegas history. Okay. So I decided, ah, fuck it. But, nah, there's no but. I didn't do anything else. So here we are, 16 years. I think maybe this year we'll get one of the shows right. We'll figure it out. Oh, good. All right. So thank you for being with us this week and for as many weeks as you've joined us for the past 16 years. As always, this podcast is listener-supported by our patrons, fine folks. We have two new patrons this week. They include Jessica Froberg and Warrior Alice 83 Welcome and thank you. I believe Alice is our first Warrior cool. patron, <laughs> as far as I know. Thank you for supporting the podcast. If you'd like to support the podcast as well, you can do so at patreon.com slash 500. We throw some bonus content your way. I put another, um, I'm, I'm two, I've managed to get two of our new Friday flashback segments online on time. Nice. For this Good. one, I went back and it was a highly requested segment. One of mm-hmm. our most memorable moments when we early in the show's history, went uh, downtown Las Vegas mm-hmm. and had some shenanigans at Mermaids. Ah, that one, yes. Yes, so Thanks has... for not uh, making me listen to nah, that. Nah, I won't do that to you. So anyway, uh, yeah, that was a... I have several positive comments from folks reliving that magical moment. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. I've, I've been enjoying uh, pulling some things, and we've had a bunch of... You've been enjoying pulling some things? <laughs> some, some old clips and... Uh, We've got a whole list of requests, so. All right, let's jump in. We've got a little bit of news this week. Continues to be kind of a slow time for for announcements. I have a feeling, and maybe I'm wrong, mm-hmm. that, and this is not based on anything other than just that feeling 
that I'm getting that I get because we've had several weeks of not much mm-hmm. that there's going to be a flood of big news soon. Hmm. Maybe not, but something's coming. It might be like I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be, but I feel like we're going to have a lot to talk about soon. Okay. I hope so. Anyway, this week, a couple things. Uh, the recently reopened Rio, which of course continues to be operated by Caesars Entertainment under an agreement with the company, with the uh, property's new owner, um, put out some information. The new owner put out some information. Dreamscape is and the name of the company. And I keep reading Dreamscape as Dream, Dream Card. Dream Card. I know I do too. With the voice, dream card. That little known video poker variation. That could hurt you in many ways. Yeah, I don't play that anymore. It's mean. They kind of disappeared and then they reappeared on a bunch of the like multi-game bar top Mm -hmm. machines. And uh, yeah, that one one is one of the quicker money sponges Mm -hmm. of the video poker variants I've played. But anyway, no, this is Dreamscape. And um, when they bought Rio from Caesars Entertainment, they contracted with Caesars to continue running it for a couple of years, buying them time to figure out what exactly they want to do with the property. Uh, they haven't released a lot of details, but there was a little bit of information, a little insight that they gave during a gaming control board hearing a couple of days ago. Um, executives from Dreamscape, it was a lot of, uh, I, I don't know, hyperbole is probably not right because they weren't saying it was going to be a game changer or anything. Okay. But it was a lot of... Um, hype. Not even hype. It was saying very simple things in with way too many words. Oh. For example, Essentially, it's going to continue to be a mid-tier resort. Mm-hmm. I would say maybe a little bit elevated from where it is now. I would hope so. But um, it's still going to be a casino, still going to be a hotel. Uh-huh. They're going to look at everything and decide what stays and what goes. I think most most everything will, as far as like restaurants and stuff, I'm guessing there will be a pretty major revamp of all that stuff. And that's kind of what they indicated. But again, they went on this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, they've brought in the CEO of Cosmopolitan to help them as a consultant, which that's is kind good. of interesting. That yeah, you that would it- contract with somebody who is tied to... I mean, not really. They, they made it clear they're not trying to compete with the high-end luxury properties. Uh-huh. They considered themselves like an entry-level luxury. I, I think they should just trash the concept they're a luxury yeah. property at all. But So is it going to be a mid-tier hotel with some quirky shit? I don't know. I hope so. I think I hope it is because they need to come up with something to draw people over oh, there again. absolutely. Because it, it needs to be, yeah. When it first opened, they had the Carnival in the Sky, and the mm-hmm. and, and I know there's going to be oh, bring that back. Nah, they're not bringing shit back. But mm-hmm. they need to come up with something like that 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 is, brings people over because yeah, something interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what they come up with. Um, they're also using a large hotel management company to handle the hotel operations. Mm-hmm. So they're going to outsource that to somebody who knows what they're doing. I would imagine, though, probably those rooms haven't been updated oh. in a long time. So I would imagine they'll probably be doing a significant room upgrade. And like I said, there's going to be a there, pretty significant overhaul of bars and restaurants. And There are a lot of opportunities there, let's just say. There are, and that's the thing. It's a decent, 
it's a decent structure. It's a decent um, property. It just needs, needs major a little updates. Love. It needs a little love and a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that is what they will do. It's the Charlie Brown's Christmas tree of properties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that a little bit. So anyway, that's what's happening. Um, it'll be a while, you know, before they before they start making moves on it. I think Caesars has another. It's more than a year they have left, and if things are moving slowly, this company could extend the contract with Caesars by one more year. That's part of the agreement. So we shall keep an eye on what Rio becomes. I don't know if it will keep its name or try to incorporate some of the theming that it had at one point or what, but time will tell. Uh, Some restaurant news. A longtime celebrity chef in Las Vegas, Hubert Keller, uh, is separating from MGM Resorts. He has two restaurants at Mandalay Bay, Burger Bar and Fleur. Have we ever heard anything about Fleur? Like maybe a phone call several not, years ago. Not much. It's been around a long time. It, and I know it went through some changes. It changed its name. It used to be Fleur de Lis, and then it just shorted it to Fleur, and I think mm. changed its concept a little bit. But no. You never hear No, in fact, about I had to it. double check when I saw this. I'm like, is that Mandalay Bay or is that MGM Grand? Just because, yeah, you, you don't hear a lot about mm-hmm. it. Uh, anyway, he is no longer associated with Caesars Resorts. I think the contract ran out. We talked about this a while ago. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember who it was. There was another celebrity chef who was who was leaving and we kind of questioned whether we're going to see more of this maybe where um, some of these resorts decide that it's not worth putting the extra money into having a, a known chef attached to their properties when they can run it themselves. So maybe it'll be like this where there's stuff that's up and, you know, functional and mm-hmm. somewhat known or established. And the idea of having a, a, a big name behind it just doesn't make sense anymore, hmm. especially if they can k- keep the name. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. So I mean, Vegas has really become a celebrity chef endorsed place. Yeah. So yeah. I think for new places, it makes sense, especially mm-hmm. like a new resort, Bring it makes sense to bring in some names because it's a draw. Yeah. But like Mandalay Bay, are you really going to go there because Hubert Keller is there? And is anybody who goes to Burger Bar going to know the difference? And would you like to tell me more of your thoughts on Burger Bar? It's It was novel when it opened, and now there's a hundred of them, a hundred of the same con- general concept. I never thought it was that great to begin with. And then you had a very hangry evening there where you had to wait a really long time to get a burger. And then I you don't even like, remember this that. place is overrated and I hate it. I don't even, I, see, I, don't, I barely even remember that. Oh, you had feelings for a while about huh. Burger Bar. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've pushed them to the back. Maybe I'll find that. It was it. Yeah, I'm sure with, maybe I'll find that for one of our uh, Flashback Friday segments. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't remember that too much (laughs) i I just i do remember that it's like of all the burger places in vegas i'm like eh. it didn't it wasn't that impressive i remember that some people love it but anyway so mandalay bay they are planning on reopening these restaurants they've been closed since um since spring as a lot of restaurants have uh they're going to take over ownership of Fleur, and they're going to work with a restaurant a different restaurant operator on burger bar 
So we'll see if they, I don't know how much they'll have to revamp. If they'll end up having to change the name or if they license the name or if they already own the name. I don't know exactly how that mm-hmm. works, but there will probably be some changes as a result for anybody who cares about those particular restaurants. And, you know, who knows if you're a fan of Hubert Keller, uh, there's always a good chance that, the, that he'll, he'll, when somebody leaves, they usually show up at another property within a year or two anyway. So he's got other restaurants in other cities too. So I'm sure he's plenty busy. Another restaurant note, uh, Cosmopolitan has announced it is temporarily shutting down Rose Rabbit Lie. It's Supper Club. Again, just capacity stuff makes it not necessarily worth it to keep everything open. You might remember a while back, they temporarily shut down Wicked Spoon, their buffet as well. So Rose Rabbit Lie joins that and we'll see how long it takes. I think that the current round of the current um, capacity restrictions run through the January 15th. So we may be seeing either an extension or changes there sometime soon. I'm sure we'll be talking about that on the next show since that is coming up in just a few days. More restaurant news. This is good news for the um, people from Boston who like to mainline coffee. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. It's not Dunkin' Donuts anymore. It's just Dunkin' now is opening a location at the link. Vegas Changes had some pictures in their latest um, strip updates. They have one at of a is construction it Fremont? Wall. There is one at Fremont too, yeah. yeah. So if you're one of those people who just loves their goddamn coffee, it has to be from Duncan, you've got another option on the strip soon. I don't know what the opening date is. They haven't announced it, but that is coming. All right, some entertainment news. Um, Barry Manilow was supposed to reopen. He was supposed to start a bunch of shows at Westgate and has put those on hold. They were supposed to start in February. Now he's waiting until um, June to begin his next round of shows. And that got me thinking about other venues. And as I've done a few times over the last year, I just did a quick search to see kind of what's out there and when things are at least tentatively. Mm-hmm. And they'll, you know, they may be pushed back because that's happened a bunch of times. But when things are tentatively, tentatively scheduled to reopen, as far as some of the residencies and shows and touring shows and things like that. So just a few venues that I checked. Um, Oh, one other thing that's still on the calendar. The Garth Brooks show at Allegiant Stadium is still on the calendar for the end of February. That's not going to happen. It's sold out. It's like 90,000 people. No. That'll end up, and that was originally scheduled scheduled for August. Mm -hmm. They pushed it back to February. I would imagine it'll end up being pushed again um, very soon or canceled altogether. We'll see. Like now at this point, is it even novel to have uh, an official big opening for Allegiant Stadium? They've already played football games there without an audience. And Maybe it'll be the opening when they allow people back. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, I'm sure that'll be coming up in the coming weeks. But as far as some of the venues in Vegas that I checked on, uh, there's nothing at all scheduled at a few few venues. Park Theater, calendar is completely empty. Palazzo Theater, Venetian, completely empty. Uh, T-Mobile Arena, nothing going on there. There'll be hockey, but I don't know. Have they announced what they're doing as far as allowing people in? I don't. They might have, but if they did, I missed it. Yeah, I didn't see anything on the the concert schedule for that. But um, I remember seeing something about how the players really like at least being in their home arena because then they've got their DJ and they've got the 
their own music. Sure. It has familiarity and comfort. And we all need familiarity and comfort during these times of extreme fuckery. Mm-hmm. Um, over at Planet Hollywood, Zappos Theater, Scorpions have some dates in May still on the calendar. Those are rescheduled from sometime last year. So that may be happening, no pun intended, <laughs> or it might be postponed again. At the Coliseum at Caesars Palace, May for them as well with some dates by Sting and July for Usher and his new residency. So we'll see if those things are able to happen. I looked at the cal- the uh, seating chart for Sting just to see if they had are like tentatively trying to space things out yet, mm-hmm. or if they're assuming by May they won't need to. Um, and it didn't look like they were. Plenty of seats still available, however. Hmm. Uh, and then at well, win- I don't blame people for not buying stuff because no. they don't know if it's going to happen. Oh, you don't you, you don't know if you're going to be able to take your trip. You don't know yeah. if it's even going to happen. All those things. And you know what? It's weird. Before these times of extreme fuckery began, Mm -hmm. it might have even been the Sting residency. There was something that we discussed. There were a couple, a couple residency announcements where we specifically talked about the trend of shows going on sale a full year before the the dates were happening. I think it might have been, it might have been Sting. Um, and how so much can happen in a year and uh-huh. you really want to have that have to commit to something that far out. Well, this year has completely played out that mm-hmm. that wor- not worry, but that, you know, um that reason you might not want to buy something so far out. Especially because a lot of them do have tight refund policies. Now something like this, uh, you know, where there was a pandemic, obviously they loosened up the exchange and refund stuff, but mm-hmm. Um, long term, again, I question whether or not that's a. I don't know. It'll. I don't know if it'll last. I'm trying to put um, that type of Vegas show on sale a year out. It happens for big touring acts. Yeah. Um, that's happened more and more, but and that's usually to capitalize on the popularity of a new album for somebody who's going to be touring the world for a year and a half mm-hmm. or two years. But for something like this, I don't know. Um, especially now people are going to be more paranoid. Like, I don't know if I want to commit to something nine months down the road because right. we don't know what's going to happen, but we shall see. And then at Encore Theater at Wynn, there's a few comedy dates. I believe Trevor Noah is playing in July and uh, Joe Coy in September. So just a very light smattering of dates there. But mm-hmm. really the theaters are pretty well unscheduled for 2021. Did you say nothing at Palazzo yeah. and T-Mobile yep. as well? Yeah. So... That's kind of how things look now. Um, I think the, I would imagine that there's probably some discussions being had and some plans being made and probably some things that are tentatively scheduled in the event that, you know, stuff is back up and running more in Mm -hmm. the fall, but they're not, um, not doing a lot in terms of making it publicly available or putting tickets on sale at this point. And the smaller the smaller shows, other than Caesars, which has a, a couple things that we mentioned a week or two ago, um, you know, MGM Resorts has all its shows shut down. Cirque has mm-hmm. all its shows shut down. What about Drag Race? Didn't they reschedule some stuff for January, <sighs> February? I don't know who gives a shit. <laughs> so, yes. So just remember, your you know your next trip. There's a good chance that your show options will be limited if there are any at all, and. Uh, plan accordingly which doesn't affect us that much no and uh 
how does that affect, and this is on the Friday flashback segment, uh-huh. how does this affect people asking you? Well, first of all, oh, people aren't taking... Oh, did you go... <laughs> are you that's seeing right. any shows? Oh, did you? Yeah, the, the, that'll... Um, well, the part about that is if you're... Well, first of all, people aren't necessarily referring, re, returning to the standard workplace. Right, which comes with all sorts of blessings. But you get it on you. you can get it on a Zoom call just as easily. Oh, oh, you did you see that absinthe? I've heard it's filthy. <laughs> yeah. So now, now you have to explain. Um, no, right now there aren't that many shows happening. And then that. Oh, why is? Oh, I'm so glad I don't work with the traditional office environment and have to deal with that. <laughs> the people who I work with, like, uh, you know, doing contract work. Mm-hmm. I don't get that. I don't get that barrage of... Do you want me to start? No. Okay. Uh, no, I'm good. Things are happy. Uh, am I a good coworker? Uh, yeah, you're fine. Is yeah. Max a good coworker? He's He's fine. Wait, we're both fine? He's not as good of a companion uh, since you've been home, and you know that. I know. He's a little more active during the day, so it, yeah, it's it's that has. I've upset the energy in the house. Something about it. He he's a little more active, and it's not uh, as peaceful around here during the day as it once was. But that's okay. I'm coping. Should we move on? I feel like this is going to be headed in a bad direction if I keep talking. <laughs> I think so. All right. <laughs> I don't remember fucking anything, man. We're going back to 2016, April of that year, show number 549. We discussed something that had received quite a bit of publicity. It was uh, a lot of the tech websites were discussing this. Um, a a porno, 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 pornographic pornography studio uh, and virtual reality company had announced they would be beta testing virtual reality porn room service in an in an unnamed Las Vegas resort, they didn't say who, and it never ne- never came out afterwards. Um, I never saw anything about it again that they were going to be trying this, and you know uh, the concept was eventually it'll be a service you'll be able to order in your hotel room where you get a virtual reality headset and you'll be able to try out this whole virtual reality porn concept for twenty bucks and. Um, I feel like it was kind of like the many, um, what are those, uh, hologram shows that have been announced mm-hmm. that never really happened. They're just trying to drum up interest to raise money or something because we never heard anything about it. So in, um, oh, the company was called VR Bangers. Mm-hmm. And in each film, you'd be able to see the scene, the virtual reality porn scene happening in your hotel room. So that was kind of the twist to make it more realistic, I guess. It would be your hotel room with people doing shit. You open I don't know the door, somebody's a... delivering a pizza, and then... Yeah, and then... Hijinks ensue. <laughs> mad hijinks. Anyway, it either... Now, when they said they were going to beta test it, that could have meant, you know, we've booked a hotel room. Mm-hmm. Are you laughing at beta test? No, oh. I'm just... Trying to imagine what goes on in the beta testing. Well, they just try this. Anyway, I it could have meant that they booked a couple of hotel rooms and they were going to just try the technology. And mm-hmm. but as far as making it available, 
for pay. I never heard anything about it again, so I suspect it never happened. And this was four and a half, almost five years ago. So it certainly hasn't become a standard amenity at any major resort that I'm aware no. of. So there you go. Virtual reality porn. It was a thing and not really. And we talked about it. All right. We are going to, I think that's all we got this week. We've got a phone call or two, but I think we'll hold off on those until next week. Like I said, I'm waiting for some big news. I want a lot to talk about. I'm hoping maybe. Um, good things. Good re- things. Not Yeah. Some yeah. resort, some resorts world. Um, venue. Restaurant updates. Yeah. Yeah. Shit like that. We'll see. Uh, yeah. Okay. We have a karma donation this week from John. He is currently having a five night trip with stays at Flamingo and Cosmo. And, uh, it's an under the radar, semi stealthy solo trip. Looking forward to spending some time of extreme fuckery in Vegas. And hopefully he'll be able to have another trip with his wife soon. Yes. I don't know why they didn't go together, but and have a good time. Have a wonderful time. Good luck. Hope you win some money. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll be back soon with another show. Visit 500bymidnight.com if you want to check out some past shows. If you want to send us a Dear Tim and Michelle question or two, feel free to do so at 500 at You can find us on Twitter as well. I'm 500. She is Anita Martini. And, of course, the voicemail line. We love to hear from you if you have a trip planned or scheduled or you know, thoughts on things, feel free to give us a call. 702-866-9494. We'd love your reviews, thoughts, ideas, deepest, darkest, Vegas secrets. I don't know. Give us a call. As always, thank you for listening, emailing, commenting, and calling. Thank you for spending the last 16 years with us. We do appreciate it. And we will be back soon with another show. Bye-bye. Bye.